Are you feeling stuck or are you unstoppable? Are you tired of creating incremental growth in your business while really wanting to make quantum leaps? Well then welcome, you found the right place to be fed. This is Susan, the founder of Unstoppable Women in Business and this podcast is for women entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, anyone who is unwaveringly focused on finding the best path to success in their business. While you're here, you're gonna be asked to think differently to get different results, to do things that are challenging, but oh, so rewarding. So come on, let's get started. Hello, lovely lady. I hope you're having a great day so far. I'm excited that you're here because this is going to be a very fun session together. Because at this point in time, you would have to be underneath a rock not to have heard the message from all the gurus, all the coaching experts, all the smarty pants out there (laughs) that the hustle culture is dead. So many women business owners that I know especially the ones that are post-millennial time frame. Now, I'm not going to call them baby boomers, but you know the ones. They're older, let's say, than mid-30s, mid-30s and above. We've been raised in a culture of work hard and you're going to reap the rewards or the benefits of that hard work. Our parents were out there doing it. You know, they were modeling this behavior for us. They went out there, they manually worked, they toiled hard to bring in a decent living, if that. But they were not, you know, excessively abundant. It was ingrained in them that hard work equals rewards. And so we saw it from our parents And we absorbed that into ourselves and it became, I believe, it became our identity. I know it's my identity and I really don't want it to be that. So I am absolutely loving the let's not hustle anymore line um, or mindset that's taken over all of the coaching and consulting out there. I love it. But don't you just hate it when you keep hearing the same message and you agree with the message and yet you still find yourself falling into the trap that everyone is telling you will not get you where you want to go. It drives me crazy. But why does that happen? Well, if you really think about it, the biggest part of making change is to become aware of when you're doing it and wait for it why you're doing it. You got to get underneath those things because it's hard to change your identity. It's hard to change something that's so deeply ingrained in you, even when you believe it's the right thing to do. So today's guest, Meredith Bash from Pausebox, pauseboxco.com, has an amazing message for all of us on this very topic. Meredith is a self-proclaimed claimed hustle junkie because she lives in the heart of Hustletown in Silicon Valley. And she was working in corporate for so many years. And she says that she was swept up in the sea of doingness. That sea of doingness, the thing that can definitely take over 
your life. So today, Meredith is going to share with us how to recognize first when you're in the hustle zone, and then she's going to really dig into some great tips that she has on how to shift yourself into what she calls the golden zone, which is fascinating, and I cannot wait for you all to learn about it. So I want you to sit back and relax and enjoy what Meredith has to share with us today. You're going to love it. Hello there and welcome. Welcome, welcome. It is another beautiful week here in North Carolina and I'm so lucky today because I've got a beautiful woman with me who is one of the people I've met recently who stood out not just because of what she does, but about the way she says it. So I've got Meredith. Oh, and Meredith Vesh. Vesh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, I'm such, we're such good friends. We never get to last names. Who needs a last <laughs> a name, name anyway? <laughs> Meredith is a recovering overdoer who left 20 years in corporate for a year long, and I love this, and this is what attracted me to Meredith, a soul baddical. And during that time, Meredith told me that she learned that she was meant to be on a mission to help creators and doers and improvers break free from the overwhelm of always being, I love this, on. Like, you know what I, you know what I mean, people, like you're like, I got to be on. All right. So as a clarity coach, Meredith, Meredith guides busy women on how to take meaningful breaks so they can recharge and clear on what's next for them. She owns a company called Pause Box. And I think that's an amazing name. Mm. How did you come up with that, Meredith? Oh, and welcome, the, the, by the way. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. The name Pausebox was actually uh, dropped into my lap one meditation while um, I had spent almost a year wondering what the heck I was going to do. And it literally came in and it was uh, a pretty emphatic, like full stop, pause box, full stop. And I was like, but I don't know what that is, <laughs> but I don't know, like, what is it a box? What is it? I know it pauses. Um, yeah. So that has been my, my mission to kind of figure out what on earth the pause box is and what its role in the world is to be. That and so amazing. really, I feel like, you know, I'm on a pause mission. I'm here to help women <laughs> chill out, take a break and really tune in. Mm. Hey, how did you, how did you decide that your soul baddical was going to be one year? Tell, tell me a little bit about that experience. <laughs> Yeah. So I, again, I I tend to fall into things. Um, I knew I needed to get out of my corporate job. I had had a huge repetitive stress injury that basically took me out. I was on disability. I couldn't use my right arm. Um, I was in the throes of feeling so like guilty for not being able to work and finish a project. And I thought for sure everyone was going to just hate me and think I'm lazy. But, but my HR department was like, you got to take a break. And so um, they put me on this acupuncture um, treatment. And, you know, as I was laying in that room and it was the first time I had ever stopped. And like literally <laughs> the first time, 20 minutes I ever stopped and just received care. 
And mm-hmm. I started bawling my eyes out, like the big blubbery cry, which is really embarrassing because you're <laughs> face down in that donut and then gravity is taking its toll. Um, yeah. And so from there, I was like, I will never, ever do this to myself again. And I am here to nourish myself and care for myself and I knew I couldn't do that in a corporate space. So we live in uh, Silicon Valley. You know, it's always this romance about, oh, you're going to come up with the next million dollar idea. So of course I thought I'll give myself a year to come up with the next million dollar idea. And that was um, how I started my journey. And I negotiated with my husband if I could, you know, if we could get by for a year without my income and really started on my soul sabbatical, which I didn't really know it was a soul sabbatical at the time. I thought it was like, let's, you know, find a business model. Mm. It was a very brainy, <laughs> very corporate. But now I know uh, there was a lot of soul in there. Yeah. <laughs> I love the way you use the word recovering overdoer. <laughs> it is, it is almost like it becomes part of our um, genetic makeup or the, the electrical system in our body. We always yes. have to be on doing, yeah. doing, 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 doing. And it doing. really does take us, it just takes a toll. Yeah, exactly. And that's that, that proving energy. What I've, what I've been able to name for myself is because, Hey, being a doer is a very successful strategy. I mean, you Mm. tend to get promoted, you tend to get raises, you tend to impress people. Like it's a very uh, appropriate, especially in corporate culture way to be. But what it denies is that you are exhausting yourself. It comes from a fundamentally broken place where you're just proving, you're proving that you have value mm. and that you're covering up a real wound, which is mm-hmm. I, I may not be worthy if I don't do stuff. Mm. And that's what pause has, and all of my hustle energy, that's what pause is helping me see every time I encounter it. And um, you're going to ask like one thing that people don't know about me. I think it's because I'm still struggling. Like here I am, I'm in pause and I'm probably the worst spokesperson for pause because it is hard. It does mm-hmm. not come naturally to me. So that's why yeah. I'm constantly finding new ways mm-hmm. to take a break, to take a pause, to rest and nourish myself so that I can really have that creative juice for my work, my family, my life. So good, Meredith. So good. So I, you know what's going through mine? I think it's really interesting Timing is always interesting, the way the world just brings things into your presence and into your mind. Um, Knowing that I had this call with you today, I was just listening to some things and I was listening to Guy Kawasaki. Are you familiar with Guy? Yeah. Yeah. Founder of Canva, came from Apple. He's a um, Japanese, Hawaiian, um, second generation American. And he was talking about success principles, right? Mm -hmm. And around, you know, his, his, claim to fame is being in the right place and taking advantage of the things that are in front of you are are so important. But also he was talking about the grit and the hustle and how you can be in the right place and you can take advantage of them, but you've got to be committed and you've got to really like give it your all. And it's, it's a very, I will say I'm very masculine energy (laughs) of, of ways that, you know, You've got to capitalize on this. You have to push for it. And I I don't disagree. I mean, it's made so many people successful, yep. but it's not for everybody. And that's and kind of the not, way I take it. Yeah. And it's not sustainable. Um, it wasn't sustainable for me. I was in corporate culture for 20 years and, you know, 
the side effects are weight gain, you know, mm. over drinking, overeating, and not sleeping well, mm-hmm. um, being impatient and yelling at your kids. Like, you know, mm. you can, you can make it work. Like I believe in sprints and, you know, there's like that mm-hmm. manic energy that you're like, wah, and you're just, it's serving you. But then you got to take a break and restore and tune in because if you are constantly pushing and, um, you know, that, that male energy of just that driving force and mm-hmm. you don't step back to receive and rest and reflect that female energy, you are burning out. And I mm-hmm. did, I burned out my thyroid. I burned out like all the things and it's just, it's just mm-hmm. normal now, right? Like, oh, women are always burning out their thyroid. I wonder why, because we're <laughs> hustling like hell. Right. We're just, we're making everything work and it's, and we're not taking the time to rest and reflect. Ah, brute force. Yeah, we brute are going to do this damn thing. If it kills me, I'm going to do <laughs> this thing. <laughs> yes. And we're rewarded for it. So it's like, okay, it's an, exactly. it's like a badge. It just, it just keeps per, like proper <laughs> perpetuating. Thank you. Perpetuating yes. itself. Yes. And okay. So Meredith, I want to know what you learned about trying to stay out of this hustle zone or not, or balance, is it, is it a balance between the hustle zone and what you call the golden zone? Tell us a little bit about your, your whole philosophy on that. Okay. So I love that I get to share this um, framework because, and I'll just share a piece of it. It's one of the pieces that I relate to most, which is um, we have, we're, we're in energy all the time. Energy is our, is our greatest resource. And we all know, you know, deep down that, how we're being is more important than what we're doing. So mm-hmm. you can do all the things and I have, mm-hmm. and, and it could still not get results because how you're being, the energy in which you're bringing is scarce. It's um, built on lack or worry or like, I got to get there before they do competition, et cetera. So right. that kind of energy is everything. And I really wanted to study how can you know, cause I'm, I'm an energy swinger, like my energy's all over the map. And so I needed to know, okay, when I'm in this mood, how can I get back? How can I find my way back into that golden energy where I am the powerful creator that I am and, and, you know, things just sort of land on my lap and I'm, um, I see the big picture and I feel tuned in to my mission and I'm purposeful. So that golden energy, that golden zone is where I continually, you know, strive to get to. And I know you're not supposed to strive. (laughs) I get that, but this is my DNA. So I'm still always, you know, saying, okay, I want to get back to that golden energy because that's where I feel so good. And I feel like that's where my work really, really matters in the world. And but I find myself slipping into three other energies and I'll name them and then we'll focus on hustle. So the three other sort of default energies when you're not feeling golden are struggle, mm-hmm. which is a really victimy kind of energy. There's autopilot, which is all about kind of taking life in neutral. And then there's this hustle. And that's what we're talking about today, because what I find is most of my entrepreneurial clients, and maybe it's because of my story too, we all fall into that, um, make it work, uh, keep driving, keep um, pushing kind of energy. So what I found is your energy fluctuates all the time. Your, it could be from moment to moment. You know, you can go from... Um, feeling golden in one area of your life, like 
like my family life right now. It's like super golden. Things are just flowing. It's beautiful. Helpers abound, you know, it's fantastic. And then I can be in like my finances and it could be incredibly hustly, very hard, very like, where's the money going to come from? You know, it's a mindset thing. Mm -hmm. So these energies exist and there is a way to see the pattern. And what's important is there's a little, this is my, my four by four. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Meredith is holding up her hands and making a four square diagram with her hands by crossing them. You need to imagine this, my (laughs) listeners. (laughs) So on this horizontal line, I'm just going to build it for you in your, in your imagination. On the horizontal line, we go from the left side, which is toil to the right side, which is trust. Okay, that's your horizon, toil to trust. From the vertical line, you go from self-forgetting to self-honoring. And these are the, the lines you, you um, live on every day. Are you moving toward trust or are you in toil? Are you self-forgetting or are you self-honoring? And that hustle energy is huge in the toil category right? Mm. So for hustlers, the big idea is how can I trust more? Like literally, what can I do to embody trust? Because we are, we tend to be very hyper-independent. We're like, we got it. It's a lot of control going on over here. Uh, I'll make it happen. I'll do it myself. Um, What are some of the other attributes? We are very big into labels and like um, rules, like way things work. We want to be seen as, you know, uh, we want to fulfill expectations. So there's Mm -hmm. lots of outside um, requirements that we need to meet. So for a hustler, in order to get over here in the golden zone, which is in the upper right category, it's high in trust and high in self-honoring. In order for a hustler to move that way, the hustler has to, number one, realize they're not in the golden zone, that they're in a hustle. And what can I let go of? What can I move into trust? There's like literally an exercise to help you find more of that in your life. And um, one of my clients, I'll um, tell what she did. She was feeling very um, racing thoughts, very head Hustle is very head. Mm-hmm. Racing thoughts, lots of um, do or die, kind of black and white thinking. Um, again, very head. And um, she had let go of a lot of her self-care practices, right? So she wasn't honoring herself. She wasn't even tuning in. So for her, she moved into, let me get back into my meditation practice right before bed. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to make the decision to do that. And then she also um, grabbed an oil because she needed to get out of her head. She needed to get into her body and in her senses. And, um, and then she also decided that she needed to practice more self-compassion because what the hustle energy does is it's a very vindictive mm-hmm. kind of critical energy. Mm-hmm. So she needed to work on the compassionate part of herself and really wow. move along that line of trust. Like everything is working out for me. It's all good. There's no lack. It's all working out for me. Can I just trust as opposed to like, ooh, 
Can I, yeah, do I have to like stab it? Toil. In the eye? <laughs> do I have to toil? Stab it in the eye. It will make you my. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I love the picture that you painted there. That is so cool. So if we've got this four box, um, yeah. where you've got the horizontal axis is the toil to trust, vertical axis, self care to self. Self-forgetting, self-forgetting, yes. to self-honoring. Honoring. So upper right is the golden zone. Yeah. So how do you, how do you recognize? Oh, when you're there? Like which zone you're in? Yeah. When you're oh, there, you're is this a proactive or a reactive thing we're talking about? Yeah. I, um, well, <laughs> One way to recognize what energy you're in is you can take my little quiz and it really goes through all the mindsets and beliefs that so that you can identify where you are in that mm. four by four. Yeah. Because there are specific remedies for each zone, right? So a, um, a hustler really needs to move along the trust axis. And so there are very specific coaching remedies, but also self practices mm -hmm. that can help you move in that direction. And then if you're an autopilot, you're just pleasing people and you're coasting. So for you, you need to turn on your intention because you need to move up to self honoring mm -hmm. and listening. Like you're probably not even checking in on yourself. So they both have, um, and then struggle is, is kind of, a, I don't tend to work with a lot of strugglers because they don't, they're not looking for help. <laughs> <They're just> <laughs> you mentioned that up. that one was the victim. Yeah, it was more victim and I'm just going to stay here at pity party. Yeah. 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 So I don't tend to see them, but I do see a lot of autopilots and I see a lot of hustle and really the idea is to get them to the golden zone. Yeah, tell me a little bit because I really totally understand about the hustle part. Yes. Um, tell, give me a little bit more about the autopilot zone. How do you know? Like, what's the problem with yes. being an autopilot and how do you recognize it? How do you recognize it? You are um, coasting. You're not, you're working on everyone else's agenda. So you're kind of a people pleaser. Hustlers can be people pleasing too. Like these, these attributes are universal, but it's a, mm -hmm. it's, there's way more um, working off of what other people need an outward focus than inner focus. And then there's just a ton of like, um, I mean, I was also an autopilot for so long because I didn't put my needs. I was not on the list anywhere, right? My mm. kids' needs were there, um, family needs. So that's when you're very other directed and you're, you don't even know what you want. Like if someone said, hey, I'll give you like the one thing that you want right now, what is it? And you'd be like, oh, I don't uh, know. I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. What do you no need? Idea. Because I can fill no. your needs. There you go. <laughs> Is this a trick question? <laughs> it's easier to talk about you than to think about what I need. Yeah. Okay. So that makes a perfect sense. When I was thinking, when you first said autopilot, I was thinking like, you're just not doing anything. Your, your energy is completely neutral. You're not moving forward. Mm. But now I understand what you're saying is that you don't know. You're on autopilot with yourself. With your like own you navigation. With your yes. own navigation. You don't trust yourself you but yet you're not toiling to try to right and you also aren't you're not necessarily self-forgetting but you're really not going towards self-honoring you're not self-honoring because you're not even listening to yourself you do listening. have a you they tend to have a lot of trust because um autopilots tend to mm -hmm. sort of default into trust and i sometimes i call this category lucky because they just sort of fall into life 
things mm-hmm. just sort of work out. So they're okay on the trust side, but they haven't gotten, I mean, imagine what would happen if they actually got specific with their intentions and really tuned into what is it that I desire? Like, this is all, um, the, the name of my, um, my framework is called the energy, the creator's compass and energy map. So this is really about where do you, how do you get that energy of that creator? How do you become the creator of your own life, really driving your own destiny? And I feel like that's when we're on, when our energy's on, we're in that zone. When our life is being driven by outside things, we're in the default energy. And so that's when we need to figure out, okay, how can I trust more? Like, what am I trusting? What do I need to lean into and give up control mm-hmm. and micromanaging and all the other? <laughs> and, um, and how can I be more intentional and listen to myself and really honor what I need to give myself right now? Right. So instead of all the shoulds and the rules and all the, um, God, the, the check boxes of, you know, all the things you need to do. It's like, what do I want to do? So feeling becomes incredibly important as a navigation device when it comes to getting to the golden zone. You really follow, how do I want to feel? And then put yourself in that, in that path. Very cool. Tell me, what, what does your typical client look like? What are they trying? What's the problem they're trying to solve in their lives? Yeah, I get both. I get, um, I get the person who's entering their 50s or 60s and they're trying to figure out what, what's next. Mm-hmm. And um, they're not sure. They haven't checked in with themselves for a very long time. So a lot of our work is about getting clear on um, what is your desire? What is mm-hmm. pleasure? What is, um, I would not use the word calling because that sounds like there's one, but you know, mm-hmm. what is purposeful for you? Mm-hmm. and um, helping them move through taking action in that regard so that they can get feedback. Cause you can't just whiteboard this kind of stuff. You have to like pick something, go do something, get some feedback, feel into mm-hmm. it. Did that work? Then my other um, client is really more the hustler who's burned out mm-hmm. and is either thinking of jumping from corporate or um, trying to figure out like what's, in what way can their entrepreneurial business serve them rather than be a, you know, them being a slave to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I get that. So those that are kind cool. of my, my peeps. And you mentioned that you have a quiz. Is that how you start working with your people? Yes. I love it because it does kind of, um, surface for them where they're at and it makes a, makes for a way more interesting conversation with me. So yes, the energy quiz is on my um, website and anyone can take that. And it comes with a a download that will give you a little more information about where you're landing and what you could do to move toward the golden zone. Very cool, Meredith. And that is going to be people in the show notes. So all you have to do is um, click on the links that are available to you in the show notes and that'll get you to Meredith's site where that quiz is. How long does it take people to do the quiz? Oh, it is a quickie. It's a quickie quickie quiz. I'd say five minutes, 10 minutes. 
Awesome. Awesome. Okay. What do you got coming up? What's new and shaking in your business where people can find shaking? Well, I, I actually just launched a um, group program. This is my first group coaching program and I'm loving the format um, because I just think there's so much magic in group um, transformation. Mm -hmm. I agree. And so that program is called the creator Academy. Again, leveraging this idea that we are creators in our own life. And it's a 90 day soul sabbatical to powerfully create your next chapter. So the women in this program are really saying, hey, something's got to give and something's got to change. And I'm not sure what that is, but let's go find it. So we're on on that journey together. Oh, that sounds like fun. It's good times. Awesome. Awesome. Meredith, you're a beautiful woman with an amazing gift that you're bringing to the world. We're lucky to have you. And thank you for taking your time to visit with us. So much fun to talk to you. Thank you. Yeah. We'll be connected for a long time. Yay. A long time. All right, everybody. <laughs> I was just going to say, take advantage of what Meredith is offering here. It's easy. Pauseboxco.com. It will be in the show notes, but go take that quiz and find out where you stand. Are you in the hustle zone, the golden zone, or are you in the neutral zone? It's all good. (laughs) Meredith can help you move all the way over to the golden zone and work with you no matter what. So thank you, Meredith, again. Thank you, everybody. You go out there and have a fantastic week. And um, we'll be back again next week. You go get them, girls. Talk to you soon. Hey there, lady. What are you doing? We need to get to know each other better. Come on over and visit me at www.unstoppablewomeninbusiness.com and check it out. I've got so much good stuff over there for you and I would love to get to know you better. So come on, come on over. Let's hang out.